0: Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In-Depth. What's up folks, JD here, back in the studio, back doing what I love. I wanted to start in the NBA talking about offseason, Kevin Durant. Do you think he'd be a good fit for the Boston Celtics? I do think so. Simply because if you pair him alongside Jason Tatum, that would be a heck of a duo. And I love Jalen Brown. I really do. But with an opportunity to get Kevin Durant, you must give up Jalen Brown. Role players like Derek White, Another big name on the move. The Nets want Marcus Smart as well as Jalen Brown as well as Derek White. A lot of first-rounders we know the Nets want a lot. But Kevin Durant, for him, you deserve a lot. So I wanted to focus on that today because, yes, the Boston Celtics went to the NBA Finals. Uh, They ended up losing to the Warriors, but at least they got there. The one thing I must say is to get over that hump and to win a championship. I'm not sure if Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can do it. If you break them up, bring in Durant, you're good as gold. I simply say that because with Robert Williams defending the rim, with Brogdon now on the roster to give Kevin Durant a true point guard up top and to have Jason Tatum, his scoring ability, passing the basketball, pushing the tempo... A great, great player, a great size. Boston's going to be hard to beat. I think the best move for Kevin Durant is to go to the Phoenix Suns or the Boston Celtics, in my opinion. I think you go to those two franchises, it's a win-now mindset. Other squads, it might take a year or two. Um, You might never get it done if you're dealt to, say, if KD went to the Raptors or if KD went to the Pelicans You know how that can be. And the one thing is Kevin Durant does not have any say in this, folks. And the biggest thing there is Nets can deal him to whoever and whenever. So that's the true test here. The Nets aren't going to do him dirty. Uh, I personally feel that way. Uh, He gave a lot to Brooklyn. We know the -the off-the-court issues with Kyrie Irving, James Harden in and out the door very quickly, uh, but Kevin Durant doesn't want the drama anymore. He wants to start fresh with a new franchise, and he's okay being away from Kyrie Irving, his so-called buddy. Talking about Irving now, let's make that transition, folks. Kyrie is okay to play next season as a net before he, in my opinion, goes to the Los Angeles Lakers and joins Anthony Davis and King LeBron James. You know, he'll play his last year out as a net and then he can pick and choose. Uh, if I'm the Nets, I deal him now, though. You want something in exchange for Irving. You don't want him to dictate the pace and him decide everything. And <laughs> all's good on his end, but the franchise gets screwed. No one deserves that, folks. And I have a strong stance when it comes to Kyrie Irving. You know, he showed his inability to be out there on the floor with his teammates last season. If you're the Nets, send Kyrie wherever, but get pieces in return. For Kevin Durant, he did you justice. He worked hard. He gave New York City everything he had. You could work with him, deal him where he wants to go. Two different situations here, folks, and I wanted to clarify that here tonight, because, man, when people put Kyrie and Kevin Durant in the same sentence, me and Mad Dog say no, no. Uh, It's end of July. Let's move on to baseball. MLB in really good hands. Yankees off to a pretty good start post-All-Star break, and Aaron Judge is just doing Aaron Judge-type things, hitting the deep ball, hitting for average, a lot of RBIs. Uh, That's just what he does. I'm laughing right now in the studio because the Yankees waited to pay this man. Now you'll have to pay him more, and uh, I really think Judge is a Yankee. I talked about it last week that he is a New York Yankee from his personality to his swing, uh, a humble guy, Derek Jeter type personality, and wants to make those around him better. Um, And the way you do that in baseball is you show the guys in front of you, behind you in that batting order, how to approach pitches, whether to take the first or go out there swinging, you know, to To be patient in that batter's box and wait for the right pitch, if accessible. Uh, Baseball's a great game. Uh, I say it all the time. And the Yankees play it the right way. Pitching at an all-time high right now. Hitting at an all-time high. And their record being 66-31. and It's well-deserved. Really well-deserved. And the rest of the division, really solid across the board. I really want to see jumping ahead this postseason. Yankees, Astros in the ALCS. that will be so good for baseball with the star power over there in Houston and in New York with great pitching for both ball clubs. I think it's what the people want. Um, I wanted to talk about the Boston Red Sox and their inability to field post-All-Star break. They got to get it together. Alex Cora is a great manager, and great managers – must take command of that team and in that dugout, you know, preaching to those guys, mental errors cannot happen. Physical errors happen at times, but the mental ones, we have to clean that up. Boston is 48 and 48, but five game losing streak, you know, they're one and nine in the last 10 games and that's not acceptable. You know, Boston is a winning city. They know what championships feel like. Uh, Right now they are going through a lull period and I think they'll get back on track. But a bold prediction, I have the Boston Red Sox missing the postseason this year. I have the New York Yankees getting in as the division winner and the Toronto Blue Jays from the same division winning the wild card. A little wrap there on the AL East. Moving down to the NL, I think the Dodgers are really finding themselves. And when I say that, nine and one in the last 10, eight-game winning streak, 64 and 30. We know that the MLB wants the LA Dodgers against the New York Yankees in the World Series. And if we get that, that'd be just phenomenal. A bunch of my buddies, a bunch of my friends, cousins, uncles are rooting for a New York Mets, New York Yankees, a subway series. Get it back. Both franchises are at the top of their game. And see them battle it out in the great city of New York. So uh, there it is with baseball. I think the teams that really needed to step on the gas pedal is the Atlanta Braves. I think they're going to have a great second half of this season in the NL East. I think the Mets and the Braves make the postseason from that very division. It's going to be a grind. In the NL West, Giants and Padres, I think both teams are on the cusp of getting in. Uh, We'll see how that plays out. Um, And the Mariners came into the All-Star break so hot, but since the All-Star break, three-game losing streak. So it's not like, you know, they're picking up where they left off. And in baseball, we know it could swing like a seesaw. You could win nine straight, then lose nine straight, because... It's all about pitching. It's all about bullpen. I wanted to focus on bullpen to wrap up the episode this week. Uh, bullpens in the MLB are so, so important because starting pitching can only go a certain amount of innings each night. But the bullpen must hold it down late in games after batters on the opposing team get three, four at-bats already in them. So they're coming out swinging, ready to hit, confident they're at the plate, Bullpen wins championships, in my opinion. People get caught up with starting pitching. They get caught up with hitting. They get caught up with uh, what guys can do out there on the field defensively. But bullpen and your closer, they have to click. And they have to click jumping into a game that they simply did not start and they have to finish. Guys have been out there For five, six, seven innings before they come in. And they have to hold down the fort till the very end. A little lock-in on bullpen. You heard it with J.D. here. Monday night recording. You'll hear it on Tuesday. See y'all next week. Love y'all. J.D. out. Thank you